Hi, I'm Courtney. And I'm Corinna. And this is the She Did It God's Way podcast. Where we talk real life, real faith, and keep it real relatable. Hello, friends. Hello, hello. We're back. A new episode. Yes. This one's going to be fun. I'm really, really excited for this one. Yes, me too. Well, you guys, we won't waste any time. We'll go ahead and jump right in. Um, Corna, how are you doing? How was your week? My week honestly felt very long. <laughs> I don't know why. Maybe because the week before was a four-day weekend and this week was like, you know, regular work week. So I've been exhausted. But other than that, you know, I'm doing good. So I can't complain. Girl, same, same. I was telling Corinna before we started that this week has just been a blur. I'm trying to get all this business stuff straight. And I had no idea that running a business or creating a business is such hard work. It is definitely a hustle just trying to get all of my ducks in a row. So I am mentally drained. But I am so excited to be here. Um, anytime we record the podcast is... Uh, it's, it's free therapy. It's a good time. It's a good kiki. Um, so I'm, I'm excited for tonight. But yeah, the week itself, I'm, I'm glad it's the weekend. I'm glad that, you know, I get to be here and relax and, you know, let it all go for a little while. Yes, me too, girl. Um, before we jump in, I did want to talk about a hot topic really quick because I was like, oh, we're talking about on the podcast. Um, this has nothing to do with the topic, but this is just a hot topic that's going on. Can we talk about Birkin bags real quick? <laughs> just for a second. Yes, we can talk about Birkin. So, me and my homegirl, no, I'm if you can't get a, if you can't get a Birkin, where can you go? No, I'm kidding you guys. But, um, Sweetie, Sweetie has sparked, um, some controversy over this whole conversation of how your man needs to be paying your bills and paying your rent and buying your Birkin. Um, and the internet just went up for that. Um, so many comments. Friend, what is your thoughts? What's, what's your Birkin thoughts? <laughs> Let me tell you something. <laughs> I saw a meme that said, if my man buy me a Birkin, I'm selling it. And that's me. <laughs> my man bought me a Birkin. I'm selling it. Okay. I don't. And I love luxury. I love things. Like I am a person that loves nice things. Mm -hmm. But I. With the lifestyle that I live. Where am I going with a $24,000 bag? I feel like I would have to like secure like I would have to secure it I wouldn't want anybody to take it and actually like I have a, a bag that looks similar to a Birkin that I've had like for a couple of years and I love my little I'm not gonna call it Birkin I'm gonna call it a little lurking my little lurking <laughs> <laughs> has done me very well and I get lots of compliments on it but you know I to each his own honey if you if your man want to buy you a Birkin bag let him sis but I don't think that should be the the and I'll be all of what a man, quote unquote, man should be doing for a woman. Like, honestly, gifts are not my love language. So buying me a Birkin bag really is not doing anything for me. If anything, take that $24,000, put that down on the house. Mm -hmm. Give me that $24,000, help me pay off my student loans. $24,000, uh, you know, can buy us 
or not by us, um, make sure our children are straight for college. Like, so my mindset is different when it comes to like material things, but to each his own. I mean, sweetie, her man got it, so he can do that. So I think she was speaking to about Quavo. <laughs> I don't think she was speaking to all the regular, regular snuggling men out here. So I think she was just having a conversation out in her head, but she said it out loud, but she was really just talking about her own man. Um, but hey, I mean, it is what it is. How, how do you feel about the Birkin fiasco? Girl, first off, I love Sweetie. I'm just going to say that. Um, <laughs> I do love me some Sweetie. Um, and I thought it was so funny she said that. I feel like she's speaking of the realm of people in her world. Um, I don't think the average person is buying anyone a Birkin. Um, they are extremely expensive. I mean, extremely expensive. And I feel like you, like, I don't need a Birkin. Um, so I'm good with, you know, just, just a, a bag, a cute bag. Um, and that money, oh my gosh, all that money could go somewhere else. For someone like me, who's just a regular smegler person, like, same, like, listen, you could pay off my car. We could use that, like you said, student loans. That could go towards a business. That could go towards so many different things. It's actually going to pay you money. Like maybe even like getting a cheap rental property, something that's actually going to, you know, make more money rather than just carrying it around. Now, again, I do not own a Birkin. So <laughs> um, perhaps I am biased, but I just feel like for me, as for me and my house, I don't need a Birkin. I would be okay. And I don't think that that should judge a man because I feel like most men, I couldn't buy him a Birkin. So why am I expecting him to buy me a Birkin? Just saying. Let me no. tell you something. First, I think the equivalent of a Birkin for a man is the PS5, and I'm not paying for that. So No. <laughs> so that should tell you something. I'm not buying a PS5, nor am I buying a Birkin. But as you were talking, the Lord just dropped a little gem in my spirit. Mm -hmm. he, said, he said this loud and clear everybody worried about securing this Birkin bag you need to be securing your soul Ooh. and that's just that on that and that is that on that okay I'm well, not judging I'm just saying you can secure the bag but you need to I mean but you need to make sure that soul is secure too now okay that's all I'm gonna say I'm gonna leave it alone and also, just a little add-on to that, I would be concerned for the everyday girl, you know, people like me, you, and the others, that if a man is buying me a Birkin, what is he expecting from that? You know what I mean? Is he going to be a future? Is he going to be like, what was that line? You're going to be crying in the something the or crying in the Yeah. <laughs> you're like, gonna I don't... With the, you're going to be crying with your, with your cheap bag or with the Birkin, which... <laughs> Are you crying with Aldo? Or are you crying with the Birkin? And, you know, I just wouldn't want someone having that type of leverage over me, over a bag. So, I said, we all focus on Birkins. We probably need to be focused on Jesus. Amen. Right? More. Because Jesus didn't have no Birkin bag. <laughs> he did not. Okay. Nor do he have Versace slippers or Christian Louboutin <laughs> slippers. Okay. And literally, when you break it down, a purse is a purse. Is you put stuff in it, you carry it around. 
I mean, I say, I mean, there's beautiful purses, and I'm sure that it's made very nicely, and you can pass it down, and all this other stuff. But at the end of the day, day, it's a bag. So, no, my man don't have to buy me a Birkin. Yeah, me either. So, but I will say this if he wants to, he can. But if he, because <laughs> I get out of my head, I was like, but if he wants, but if he wants to, he can. But I'm, he's not obligated. And like I said, if he buys, then I'm going to sell it. So, you might as well just give me the $24,000 <laughs> in a check. Just cut a check. <laughs> I cannot believe they are that expensive. That is ridiculous. And that is like the starting cost of a Birkin bag. That is, oh my god! You know, they go up from there. I know Sweetie and Cardi B have lots. I can only... But anyway. That's a whole nother conversation for a whole nother day. Yes. But also, wouldn't it be dope to buy your own Birkin bag as well? Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm saying, wouldn't it feel more rewarding? Not saying my man couldn't buy me one, but if I ever got to that level and I was like, I think I'm just gonna, I'm gonna do this. I don't know. I feel like it would be cool. I feel like nowadays it's a lot of chatter about like, have he, have him buy you this, have him, have him pay you this, whatever. But I think it's also something about being an independent woman as well and being able to buy stuff on your own but if he wants to he if can he wants to yes yes I'm but then i still could buy it for myself i think that's also a flex and i think that is the biggest flex yes i i totally agree with that point if i can get it cool but if he wants to he can but if i can't get it myself i'm not gonna make you feel obligated to do it for me that part Here exactly Wow. Well, that was a good little mini session. That, that was not even the topic of the day. All in itself. A mini episode. <laughs> I hope you guys enjoyed that mini episode. Okay, now we'll get into the real thing. Okay, friend, what are we talking about today? So today we're talking about Halloween. Halloween <laughs> in my soldier Boy voice. <laughs> so... As you guys know, here on She Did It God's Way, you know, we are, you know, women of faith. You know, we are beautiful children of the Lord. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh, Halloween, once you will hear this, because we posted on Mondays, but by the time you hear this episode, Halloween would have come and gone. But um, we just wanted to talk about Halloween, our personal experiences, because, honey, there was no Halloween. <laughs> there was no Halloween. It was like, for Courtney, it might have been Halloween night, but we didn't even have that. We had Fall Festival. So, <laughs> we're going to talk about Halloween, how we got started, our experiences growing up in the church, and our thoughts on the future when we have our children and if they will be participating in Halloween festivities. Yes. I'm excited. I'm excited. Okay, friends. So, Go ahead and break it down. Let us know. I know you learned about the history. So where did this even start from in the first place? Yes, let me pull this up from history.com. Um, oh, you better say a reference. Yes. <laughs> yes, honey. Halloween history from Halloween.com. Give me one second, guys. I thought I had it together, but, you know. It's okay. Sometimes I'll be slipping on my pimping. So, okay, so Halloween um, 
originated from the ancient Celtic festival of Sam Han. I hope I said that correctly. When people will light bonfires and wear costumes to ward off ghosts. Mm. In the 8th century, Pope Gregory III designated November 1st as a time to honor all saints. Soon, All Saints Day incorporated some of the traditions of Sam Han. The evening before was known as All Hallows Eve and later Halloween. Over time, Halloween evolved into a day of activities like trick-or-treating, carving jack-o'-lanterns, festival gatherings, donning costumes, and eating treats. So, yeah. So, it originally, it's like almost 2,000 years ago in Ireland. Wow. Yeah. And here we are. And here we are today. Crazy. Well, what are what was your like? What was your Halloween memories? <laughs> did, you, did you ever get to trick or treat? Did you ever get to like <laughs> wear a costume? So, growing up, um, you know, my mom, God rest her soul, she had me and my sister in church. So we. I, I remember being little and like dressing up in like cute little costumes. So like I think one time I was like a, a lamb, which is the irony of it. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I think I was a my sister was a sunflower with like sunflower off of like you know um, Fresh Prince. <laughs> um, so we were like cute little cute things, you know, angels, um, but nothing crazy. My mama was not playing that, but we had fall festival at our church. So it was like, you know, games, candy, anything pretty much that you would do on the outside of the church, but the inside, but it really wasn't like any like scary stuff. And I think one time they had us watch a movie about Halloween and how it was the devil's day. (laughs) It scared me so bad. I was like, oh Lord, no, I don't, I don't do Halloween, but I remember I used to go to the Boys and Girls Club, and um, this one particular year, they had um, NC State, and during in their dorms, they allowed the students to do, like, a haunted house. They allowed the students to do, like, trick-or-treating in the dorms for us. So, I remember my mom was telling me, Corinna, you can go. You can go. I'm going to allow you to go, which I was excited because I had never been, like, officially trick-or-treating, like, going door-to-door. Uh-huh. She, she didn't believe in that. So... I was so excited, but she was like, my only stipulation is do not bring any apples home. Because I think during that time, like in the night. They were like poisoning it or something? And like putting like like needles and Mm -hmm. um, razors in the apples. And she was like, do not bring any apples home. (sighs) Well, I think I, you know, forgot what she said. Or maybe I was just like too excited to be at this trick-or-treating haunted house thing where I had brought an apple home. And my mama let me have it. And that was the last time I went. (laughs) (laughs) That was the last time I went trick-or-treating. And that wasn't even real trick-or-treating. So I've never gone, like, door-to-door trick-or-treating. I never, like, put on a costume and walked down the street. I don't know anything about that. And then I remember in college, I was like, I'm I'm away from home. I can do what I want to do now. I remember going to... Franklin Street in Chapel Hill was like my friends and that's like a big at the time it was like people could wear whatever kind of costumes they wanted honey they could could probably walk down the street but naked if they wanted to like it was a big thing but like that's the closest I probably even got to celebrating Halloween on my own but yeah there was no Halloween in my house mama was not playing that Mm -mm. 
after college, did you ever, like, you know how sometimes people have Halloween parties and stuff like that? Or have you kind of just been like, no, I'm good. Like, what do you do on Halloween now? Um, nothing. <laughs> I think whenever people ask me what I do for Halloween, I tell them, now that I'm an adult, I say I don't do anything because I never celebrate it. So it's not like, it's not like I'm, I'm missing anything, you know? Like, I didn't celebrate Halloween growing up, so I don't necessarily get the hype. If that makes any sense. Yes, it's the same for me. Like, I never really celebrated Halloween. Like, well, so there was a few years I can remember, maybe maybe two or three years where my mom got saved like around when I was about six years old. Oh, are you are you still there? Yes. Oh, okay. All right. You made like a little weird sound. Okay. Um, About the time I was like maybe six, I think. So I remember very vaguely. I feel like maybe when I was very young, six, seven-ish, maybe five, like doing trick-or-treating, we would all go together. Um, me and my uh, my cousins and like my aunt, uncle, we would all go to their neighborhood trick-or-treating. And we I did get to dress up. Like you said, very cute outfits. I think one year I was a gypsy. And one year I remember having on something where I was like yellow. Maybe I was like a bunny. Like I said, I was like a kid kid. Um, So maybe I remember two years trick-or-treating. And I remember one year going to the mall. um, And the mall used to pass out candy. And you could like dress up. Um, And that was like the last time I trick-or-treated. So that might have been when I was like five, six, seven. (laughs) And then after that, my mom was like, "Uh uh-uh. It's just all day, every day in here. We ain't doing that. And um, our church did Hallelujah Night. And um, Hallelujah Night was like a big deal in our town. Like, I mean, other churches had it, but I might be biased, but I feel like our church had it the best. And it really grew. And there'll be like youth choirs that would sing. There'll be all these different um, like gospel artists that would come. They would try to give us candy. There was no dressing up, though. Our church did not play that. So, well, no kids in costumes. You came in your regular clothes. And um, I did that from for Halloween, I mean, up until I was a teenager. Like, it was Hallelujah Night. Maybe I feel like we did it outside a few years. Like, like kind of like you were saying, like a harvest festival thing. But, um, but yeah, never really got to, other than when I was a kid, kid, that was it. <laughs> it was like church for the rest of the time. Um, and then let me think, college. I never celebrated it, so I didn't feel like I was missing anything or felt the need to really dress up. And I feel like because I never celebrated it, I never had any really good costume ideas because I was like, I don't know, like, this is not really my thing. Um, I remember one year we did go to Greenville um, and visit my friend um, for Halloween. And like you were saying, it where we were was a really big thing. People were dressed up all crazy. So that was like an interesting experience. Um and that was probably the only time I celebrated in college. And then as an adult, a few years ago, a friend had a Halloween party. Um, so I did dress up for that. I think it was like a hippie. But I never pl- have plans for Halloween. Like, I just am not pressed. We grew up with, like, Halloween is for the devil and we don't celebrate. So to me, other than, like, the chance of getting some candy. And then when you're older, you can just buy your own candy. So it's just not... It just has no relevance to me. Um, I'm trying to think. 
any other Halloween experiences? Oh, there I did have an ex-boyfriend and um, his church did like a Halloween thing and he invited me to it. And he was like, everybody's going to have on costume. They'll be like really cute, blah, 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 blah. I was like, okay. So I went as a nurse and girl, I got there. Do you know how many people had on costumes? <laughs> me, one. <laughs> you know what that reminds me of? Mean Girls and Katie. Yes. <laughs> I was so embarrassed. I was like, I think some people want to wear costumes. He was like, um, I mean, they usually do. I was like, are you kidding me? I mean, I was the only adult. I think some of the kids did, but I looked weird. So thankfully, I had bought this fake little stethoscope. What do you call it? Stethoscope. Yeah. I slid that in my pocket, and I hope people just assumed I was coming from work. Like, oh, she must be a nurse. She must because I don't like scrubs. I was like, hopefully, people are like, oh, that's so sweet of her to come after her shift. I was so embarrassed, and I was so mad at him because all he had on was a freaking headband that had one of those knives through it. I was like, is that a costume? That's not a costume. That's a headband. Um, so <laughs> I was so embarrassed. I was so mad. But um, I think those are all my like big Halloween memories. Like I said, for me, it's been all about Halloween night. I don't, I don't really know Halloween. And then like I don't have any, even for this year, no plans. Not doing anything. Yeah. Being at Halloween. Yeah, no. Mm. Like, even today, so we were, kids were able to, like, dress up or whatever, but, of course, it was, like, stipulations. They couldn't do anything scary, no masks or anything like that. And so some of our staff, you know, dressed up. They're like, so, Miss Young, you're not dressing up? I was like, no. And it, I remember it got to a point where when I was younger, like, even for, like, um, the fall festival, you could come in a costume. And so I would come, like, regular clothes, like, well, who are you? I'm like, I'm myself. But, of course, my mom would be telling me, like, you're going to be yourself. <laughs> <laughs> You are yourself this you are year. Yourself this year, okay. You have outgrown the costume thing. Um, <laughs> so you know Halloween. You know, I remember when I was like younger and like maybe like you know, especially like middle schoolish. Especially when I couldn't, I I just wasn't allowed to celebrate. I was like very like, uh, Halloween. Like I'll celebrate. Now I'm like, if you want to celebrate it, that's you. But I personally don't celebrate Halloween. It doesn't do. You know, it's just not my holiday. It's not my holiday, you know? Same. I mean, I know some adults, like I was on my social media, who are like really into it. Like this one girl I follow, she was like, oh my gosh, it's my favorite time of the year. Like she's been dressing up and all these costumes. And it's just, I never grew up with that. So I think that's why to me, it's just bizarre. I'm just like, oh, oh, okay. But yeah, I just never, I never think about that. And to or me, like, it's one day. It's like one day where you're going to go full out. <laughs> full out. Okay. <laughs> okay. But you know, you do you, boo. I ain't mad at it. I like, you know, I like to see, um, you know, celebrities, like what they dress up as. I think to me, that's the fun part for me because I'm not dressing up as anything. So, um, but I love to see, see like celebrities, like me and Courtney were talking um sweetie you know she did a, a homage to destiny's child and she did phenomenal that was so Sarah cute with um she did a, a homage to cardi b which i think that speaking of that let me even with this halloween thing i think it's so beautiful for them to honor other women black women that is so beautiful to me so you know um 
I love to see another family I love to see is fabulous. Um, and they do they always like a family theme. So I wonder what that's gonna mm-hmm. look like this year with the new edition. Um that they just had the new baby they just had. So I wonder what that's gonna look like. But um Yeah. I think I think people totally get so creative. And I think it's amazing. I'm like, wow. Like some people go all in, especially like you were saying. Those celebrities, like the Saweetie one and the other people you mentioned, they go all out. I'm like, yes, good for y'all. Because it takes time to even come up with that and actually try to get the right things. And sometimes I (laughs) I saw some friends online and I was like, but who are you? (laughs) Have you ever seen that? When people dress up, but you're like, I can't, I don't don't get it. (laughs) So last year... I decided that I was going to participate in the school festivities. Um, and so I dressed up as a meme. I dressed up as Diane. When I forgot what episode it was, but she was scared about something. So she she has like the classic like shock face, like, you know? And so I just yes, yes. But I think it went over the kids' heads because I don't think they either they don't watch Blackish or they don't know that meme. So they were like, uh, so what are you? <laughs> <laughs> and I, was like, but you, I was like, but you have to see it. <laughs> I was like, but you have to see the meme. You have to see the meme. <laughs> like, if you saw the meme, you would get, you would get it. That's funny. That's so funny. Okay, so I think we brought up a good point when you were talking about Fabulous and his family doing it all together. What do you think? Like, well, is that something that you think you want you and your family to do one day, or like, what? What's your thoughts? I don't know. I I would want my baby to dress up in a cute little costume, you know, when they're a baby, but I don't know if I would let them do it when they're like 12. <laughs> do you, are you going to let them trick or treat? I don't know about that. People are weird. Mm-hmm. People are weird. And now that I'm an adult, I know that people don't always have the best intentions and I would go to jail. Somebody hurt my baby. Right. So, I, that made, I forgot all about that part where when you get candy, like when you go trick-or-treating, I remember you had to put all your candy, we, me and my cousins put all our candy out on the floor, and we had to go through piece by piece to make sure nothing was unwrapped or looked tampered with. And if it wasn't, throw it away. And that was so heartbreaking as a kid. It's like, no! But, um, yeah, I, I, I agree. I feel like this is me now with no kids. So when I have kids, it could be different. But I feel like it would be cool to let them experience dressing up as a costume um, at least maybe a few times, kind of like I got a chance to do. And like, I like how you were saying your mom, when she did let you guys dress up, it was like cute things. Like, I don't want my, I don't want my baby to be a witch or anything <laughs> like that. Like a sunflower or, you know, yeah. a cute little pumpkin or some type of, Thing from a show they like um but not i don't know nothing crazy there ain't gonna be no goblin we ain't doing that um so i think that would be cool if our church did something i'm cool with that i know a lot of people do trunk or treats you know probably something along that line family friendly church friendly um or i was always thinking it would be super cute to do like just like a movie night at home you know, and maybe like build a Ford and like, you know, have like Halloween treats. Cause really it's all about the candy. It is. 
tell about the candy and the food and dressing up. So I'm like, we can just order some pizza, eat some candy, watch some like fun Halloween movies because I don't do scary. And um, I think the kids would have just as much fun. So I think I would let them, but it would be in a very like family friendly way. And Jesus is still the reason for the season, period. Period, poo. <laughs> and that's the reason for every season. I know somebody out there is like, it's not Christmas. Um, He's the reason for every season in our house. Okay. So um, yeah, we're not going to, because I don't know. And I know there's going to be people out there who disagree and probably be like, don't do that. Don't let your kids celebrate. But I don't know. That's where I am now. Of course, it could change um, down the down the line. Oh. But I thought same. it could be a cool experience. Yeah, same. But the trick-or-treating, I don't know about that. I agree. I don't, I don't think we would be, be going house to house. Um, and then with the Rona, I mean, I, I, I mean, you know, I don't have a and child. The pandemic. I don't, I, right. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have a child now yet. You know, I speak things to existence. But, right. you know, COVID is real. We will never go back. We will never know a time where COVID is not around anymore. Right. It's just a part of our new normal. And I don't know where you got that candy from. I don't know what's in your house. Like, I think back when we were growing up, there was a certain level of, and I don't want to, I don't, I hope this doesn't sound bad. A certain level of like ignorance in a way where like we, like parents were like, oh, they would never do that to my child. Or like, you know, I know them. I yeah. Know this, I know this neighborhood. This neighborhood is cool. We live in a totally different world now where right. I don't know what, like, I would be scared. Like, I know where I got my candy from. So my kids can have this candy, but I don't know where you got yours. You know, it's like stuff like that where, like, you have to think about, you almost have to, like, think, like, worst case scenario. And I'm a, I'm a very optimistic type person, but I think that, you know, when you have children, especially, like, with everything that's going on in the world, some people are just crazy. Yeah, I agree. And especially with like, and I think for one reason why my mom felt more comfortable for us going to the church during Halloween or for Fall Festival Hallelujah Night was because there was a sense of peace about mm-hmm. being in the church. Um, there's a certain sacredness that came with that. Um, and we all know that with Halloween, Halloween brings the crazies out. That's so true. Yeah. I remember last year I was like riding around. I was like running some errands and it was around this time last year around Halloween. And this guy had this like big truck and it was just decorated with all this Halloween stuff and like gore. And he was playing like, you know, like this really loud, scary music. And he just like did something to me. I was like, yeah, no. Yeah, no. So it's stuff like that that you have to really be like considerate of because people will find any excuse to let their crazy out. That is so true. You gotta definitely be careful. And I, I totally agree. I think like like you were saying, we're both not parents yet. And I'm sure um a parent's point of view may be a little bit different, but I do think that you do have to be careful and I think that's why things 
like Halloween nights and fall festivals. And that's why they are so important because I never felt like I was missing out. Did you? Um, I think maybe like around maybe like once I realized that like my mom, like I couldn't do Halloween, I was like, mm. I might have felt some type of way, but then like eventually I kind of got over it because it was like I'm still getting candy. Uh, you know, so it is what it is. So I think I think the candy part was just a thing for me, but you know, <laughs> so I think I kind of got over that um pretty quickly. So yeah, yeah, I never felt like I was missing out, especially like where I'm from. I mean, we all grew up being church kids for the majority of where I was. Um, so I saw a lot of my friends, or I would invite a lot of my friends to come. So it was kind of like fun. Um. So, yeah, I, I didn't feel like, oh, man. Because, like I said, they would still give us treat bags. I mean, it wouldn't be as, like, as much candy, I'm sure, if you were, like, really out there. But, you know, little treat bags, stuff like that. So I'm, I hope that churches do still do things like that because it's important. I think at least for the kids to feel like, okay, you know, this is a cool alternative. Um, so they'll get some type of some type of fun. Yeah. And I think, too, um, it's important to know that, like, you can't, because I, I feel like, okay, while the church does have alternatives, at the same time, although we're not celebrating Halloween, we feel, like you said, have that alternative where we're still not, like, too too holy to not, to like, celebrate anything at all. Like you said, I like the alternative of, like, okay, because your kids are going to want to know why. Well, mom, how come we can't go trick-or-treating? And then, you know, you have to explain to them, well, in this house, as for me in my house. <laughs> right. But I think it's important to know, too, that, like, if that's if you're a Christian and that's your choice that you make, that, like, nobody should condemn you for that. Like, I'm not going to condemn you because, I mean, it, it is your choice. Um, right. And it is what it is. Just, like, be safe. Be, um vigilant um and make sure you don't eat no expired candy that's all i said. I totally agree. <laughs> make sure you get the good make sure you go to the good spots where they get the full size candies okay and they'll be in make sure you're not getting grandma's <laughs> pocketbook candy <laughs> well you know when people trick or treat they try to hit up those good neighborhoods okay that's where everybody be trying to go they be like oh we going on the other side of town <laughs> when they say you mean girls she doesn't even go to the school <laughs> they don't even live. You like, oh, we driving over there. They don't even live in this neighborhood. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's really how it is, though. That really is how it is. Yeah, I agree with everything you said. I mean, I think if you choose to celebrate or not, I think it just comes down to your convictions. At the end of the day, you know, yeah. some people are convicted and feel like that's just something I don't feel like I should be bothered with. And I'm sure there's Christians who are like, hey. Our family's going to dress up and go to whatever, our neighbor's house. Um, I think it just comes down to to your, like I said, your convictions and how you feel. And no one can make you feel bad for that. Um, but like I said, for me, like right now, it's, it's not something, you know, that I'm like into. And moving forward, I, I don't see it being a huge, huge thing. Um, but again, just be safe in whatever you decide to do or whatever you decided to do. Because like when I said, by the time you hear this podcast, Halloween would have just 
been over. So we would love to hear what did you do for Halloween if you did anything and share with us, email or DM us and let us know what are some of your memories growing up? Were you going to a fall festival? Did your parents actually let you trick or treat? Um, Did you guys have a hallelujah night? I think it would be cool. I feel like all church kids have similar stories. It would be cool to see um, what happened to, to some of our listeners as well. Yes. All right. Well, this has been so much fun. I can't believe we're almost to the end of the podcast. I hope you guys have enjoyed. Um, Fran, did you have anything else before I jump into the self-care gem of the week? Um, no. Okay, me either. <laughs> All right, you guys. So one thing I've been realizing is, of course, the time is getting ready to change which means it will be darker earlier. And that always kind of brings about kind of like a weird feeling when it's dark at 5 or 5.30, like dark, dark. Um, And you're like, what happened to the day? Um, I do like, of course, the spring and summer where there's more light. Um, But I know some people deal with when the shift happens, they can find themselves feeling more depressed. Or for me, I've even lately been finding myself feeling a little bit anxious thinking about it, um, just because it makes me think about the beginning of when we were under quarantine for coronavirus and how, like, the nights felt so long. Um, And I really was like, okay, I need to kind of think back to some of the things I did when the pandemic first started to kind of help me to get through, you know, the shift um, that some of us may be feeling. So... 2190 is an, is a, um, they send great emails if anyone's ever interested in being on their email list, um, about like self-care, especially for women of color. Um, and they put out an article and I want to share with you, um, at the beginning of the pandemic, I was heavy into, um, listening to sermons and I also use my meditation app a lot, um, cause I was super anxious. So this article says three cool apps for Easy Meditation by 2190. And they mentioned, of course, um, Headspace. Um, There is a seven-day free trial. We love a free trial. And it's $12.99 a month. Um, It offers the widest variety of meditations from heavily guided sessions for beginners to less structured programming for pros. Headspace has a user interface that's friendly to every type of meditator, um, which I thought was really cool. I love the fact that it has guided sessions because sometimes my mind can wonder and I feel like I do better with guided sessions. So if you're someone who has never tried um, meditating or using an app to do so, Headspace is also a great one. They also mentioned Calm. Um, This one is $69.99 a year. So, but they do have a seven day free trial. It says Calm is a great app for more experienced meditators as it offers more open-ended sessions. Um, so if you're looking for planning of guidance, you won't find any, you won't find many courses geared toward beginners. So again, it just depends on where you are in your meditation journey. And then this was one I hadn't heard of. This one's called 10% Happier. Um, this one's $100 a year. Again, they do have a seven-day free trial. Um, and it says if you're a total beginner in meditation, then 10% Happier might be the perfect meditation app for you. Um, it has a tour guide. Um, let's see, it offers courses and well-known meditation teachers, um, which I thought was really cool. Um, Dan Harris is a news anchor who had a panic attack on live TV. He took to the meditations to help ease his anxiety. 
and 10% happier, happier's seven day free offering called the basics taught him um, how to do mindfulness. So anyway, really, really good information. Check out the article by 2190 that kind of goes more in depth about the apps. But um, I just wanted to share those for people who are starting to feel a little bit anxious, especially with so much going on in the world. Um, the election, COVID, time change, etc. Definitely make sure you're praying and then make sure you also maybe check out a meditation app, Headspace, Calm, or 10% Happier. That's the self-care gym of the week. I love it. So my self-care gym of the week is to get that focus. And while I say this, I'm talking to y'all, but I'm talking to myself as well. Andy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know, life can come at you fast. One minute, you have it all together. You have set your plans in place. You have gotten dedicated and motivated. You've been losing that weight. You've been working on that business plan. You've been doing those devotionals. And then all of a sudden, something happens and you've lost your focus. But guess what? You can get right back on track. Just start again. I think for me, when I focus on something and I'm like, I've like gotten in a groove and I've gotten in a rhythm and then something happens and it kind of knocks me off my rocker, I like kind of stew in that like, oh, now I have to start back over. But once you start, be consistent and continue to keep going. So like I said, my focus gym of the week is to get back focused, get back focused. And ask God to help you, and he will give you the shrimp to do so as well. I love that. Thank you. I Yeah. Me and you talked about that before. I'm like, yes, I definitely need to get my focus. Um, I'm putting us both on the spot, and maybe we can either think about it or share next time. But maybe we can come up with one intention for November. Like one thing that we're going to do to get back focus. I like that. Accountability. Okay. I like that. Accountability. So we're going to think of, and listeners, you too, join us. We're going to think of one intention that we can all focus on to get us back. That could be, re, I'm, you know, I'm going to read my devotional more. I'm going to wake up 15 minutes early to pray. I'm going to, you know, like Corinne was saying, I'm going to work out. I'm going to whatever. Um, I think that would be cool. And then maybe we can, you know, help to set each other, be accountable. So I'll be thinking of my intention. Share next time. Me too. Operation Get Back Focus, honey. I like that. Yes. Yes. Okay, cool. That was so great. I needed that. Um, all right, you guys. If you love the show, please consider writing a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you are listening. Um, please subscribe to our podcast and share our podcast with your friends and family. We would love to grow our um our podcast family. Um, If you are unsure how to write a review, um, I've heard that it's very easy. You can always do a quick little Google search and I heard it walks you right through it. We would appreciate it so, so much. If you have questions or suggestions of topics you would like us to discuss on the podcast, please email us at shedidigodsway at gmail.com. Again, that's shedidigodsway at gmail.com. We will be gearing up for season three very soon. So we would love to hear your thoughts on what you've loved so far, what you would like us to do more of, or maybe some topics that we haven't covered yet. So 
definitely DM us or email us at she did it God's way at gmail.com. Yes. And be sure to check us out on social media. So you can check out Courtney at the glow Haven. That is the glow underscore Haven and check out her phenomenal blog, www.theglowhaven.com. You can check me out, Corinna at Christian dot under dot construction. Again, that's Christian dot the word under dot construction and be sure to follow she did it god's way on instagram as well that is she did it god's way on ig thank you for following us in advance (laughs) we would love to have some more followers so thank you all right um if you would like us to pray for you you can always dm us on instagram we would love to pray for you um at she did it god's way And of course, if you have a prayer request, we will keep you um, anonymous. We will not share that over the podcast. We just want to pray for you. So you can email us your prayer request at shedidigodsway at gmail.com. All right, friend. Is there anything else that you want to share before we pray out? No, ma'am. I don't think so. All right. Well, we will see you guys next week. I guess I'll go ahead and I'll pray us out this time. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this opportunity. We thank you for allowing us to be here and spend this time together, Lord. We hope that um, something that we said will resonate with those that listened. We hope that something that we said will help someone to smile or have a better day, Lord. Lord, we thank you for this opportunity just to share your word and to share our thoughts as we grow in our relationship with you, God. God, we pray um, for our listeners, we pray that you continue to strengthen them and have, and that they continue to grow in their walk with you as well, Lord. Lord, we just love you and we thank you for all things. Thank you for being so good and so kind and so merciful to all of us, Lord. Keep us until we are on the podcast again. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen. Bye. Bye, guys.